0: Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 202. And today we're here with Philip and Jesse Robles. Garage RCR. Guys, what's going on? What awesome, up? dude. Dude, thank you. Thank you guys for being here, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's
1: thanks cool. for having us. Yeah,
0: of course, of course. A little
1: Tuesday evening action.
0: Taco Tuesday
1: taco tuesday yeah yeah
0: do you, exactly do you guys uh, brian and
1: hasport's like right around the corner and they have that midnight oil event going on he's literally like like you know less than 100 meters from here we're right next to Hasport uh, here
0: in the uh vtech alley we're
1: what's called we're what you call vtech alley yeah. so we're in a series of garages that are there's a lot of honda there's a lot of Honda stuff. There's a lot of super. they kind
2: of used to be. Now it's like, yeah, yeah everything. But it's
1: still VTEC out. Got yeah, you. It'll always. I
0: here. love it, man. So uh, if you guys can just give us a quick, brief uh, breakdown of who you are and what you do.
1: Jesse, go. Me? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. So I'm, I'm, this guy's uh, son. My name's Jesse. Um, uh, I'm actually a bartender. On this on this bolt i am a bartender slash uh uh now kind of grease monkey mechanic yeah uh so yeah i, I bartend a couple days a week and then um i also just do i take customer cars um and I, I do pretty much everything besides engine builds um i'll do i'll do like like mild modifications no roll cages and no paint and body but everything else you know uh and uh i have i love hondas i've had a bunch of them um but now i i uh i have a i have a drift car oh nice that, 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 um, yeah i have a drift car now uh, and
1: uh i so i love drifting
0: love it man no i
1: mean that's that's where it all, that's where it all came from he's been he's kind of he's kind of giving you the short the short on that but he's been drifting cars since we were in okinawa you know like He's been drifting cars for over 20
0: years you know? i love it, man we'll definitely dig into that i uh i love drifting man if just just out of all the automotive sports that there are I, I wish i could drift for sure that looks like a lot of fun <laughs> and uh so so for you phil uh would you say that your claim to fame is the the famous eg
1: uh I would say so. I mean, if, if it wasn't probably for that car, I'd be just like, you know, I'm I'm a regular I'm a regular dude, but I'm an uh auto uh, you know auto sports enthusiast. I started with the EG way back in the day. I mean, I tracked that car religiously probably for more than 10 years. Wow. Uh so you know, when people people often they'll come to me and they'll go, Hey man, when are you gonna come back to the track? And I'm like, dude, uh I did that for like 10 years. I'm I'm allowed to have a break, kind of reset, work on a couple of other projects that we've been doing, and we'll dive into that later. We'll dive into that later on. Yeah. Where uh, the EG went from being my my track car, my dedicated track car, to turning it into a Pandem wide body uh, K24 powered boosted car that we took to SEMA back in 2017 and we won the Grand Prismo award with it. So that was sort of a life-changing event for us because all of a sudden, you've got this car that you've got to you have to protect until Gran Turismo gets their job done, which is not a fast process. Yeah. Because they have to do a scan on, which took probably almost a year, yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. And then probably near almost a year after that, we did the full sound check on it. So it hasn't been that long uh late in 2019 that we finally got everything done so all the data has been all the data turned over to um grand turismo so uh they keep telling us maybe towards the end of the year i know there's a new playstation coming out there's a new Gran turismo coming out so look for the garage rcr civic to be in that in that new game
0: wow congratulations man Thank you, you know sir. i Thank i remember you. uh that sema 2017 sema when the yes. car won the uh, the the Gran Turismo award, so let's uh, I, we're gonna be all over the place, man. But it but it's okay, you know. I want to I want to know about this feeling.
1: Definitely, man. So Looks like- <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I got I got a little notes just just to ta- touch on, but uh, I like to freestyle it, you know. So yeah, yeah. Dude. So about uh, yeah. SEMA. I know that everybody always has the uh, you know the goal to actually go to SEMA, uh, have their car there and you know that's an accomplishment in its own which it's rare to even do that it's rare to have a spot at SEMA and just to, to have your car parked outside you know so you actually did that had it parked inside and you were able to to take home this prestigious award so Mac and booth. yeah oh, at the mackin booth okay
2: we're really in a booth we're in the hallway yeah
0: yeah yeah. in the hallway yeah i remember (laughs) that
1: we were connected to the the hallway (laughs)
0: so if you guys can let's let's just paint the picture of deciding that okay this is going to be a goal to take the car to SEMA and then the road along the way
2: it it really really wasn't i mean like and and not not to like discredit like we had no intentions of bringing it really um uh matt at icb actually contacted us because Mackin contacted him and they wanted a civic um and then uh uh so that's kind of like how we got connected because actually my dad and i had the car all torn apart we were actually uh uh doing the turbo on it and then we get you know hit with this opportunity so of course we jumped on it like absolutely yeah so we had to actually turn it all back to na um the car was pretty hammered from from track abuse so uh, 11's paint and fiber my friends right down the street we had it all repainted and then um uh uh, uh volk sent us a set of awesome te37s and um and and uh and so yeah so that, that's kind of like it, they kind of it kind of just hit us like really fast you know like like uh um because we, i mean n- n- like not that we're we love the car show scene but just. It wasn't, it's never kind of like a priority, really, I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, So, yeah, so, I mean, right? It it was, well, it was a lot to take on because, I mean... It was, uh, yeah. Jesse and I, Jesse and I had uh, fairly recently done, uh, we uh, upgraded, we did the white body kit on it, the the Pandem kit on it. So, we actually tracked it with the Pandem kit for a little while. We didn't paint it or prep it because we wanted to see if we were going to tear it up. You know, before we actually went. They sent it to 11s, rubbing.
0: Right. You know. Yeah, gotcha.
1: Yeah, so we kind of kind of tested the car for a while. So we had some damp, you know, had a little minor chips and stuff like that, but um, nothing that, uh, excuse me, nothing that 11s couldn't uh, couldn't take care of for us, you know. But it was. I'll be honest with you, it's a SEMA, and I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of your audience out there that's very aware of what happens to when you prepare a car for SEMA, that's a, like a no joke, you know? Yeah. It's, a, it's a head down, take care of everything, hopefully the car will run because a lot of the cars that go there don't. Uh, they kind of over, overthink what they're gonna try to get done and the timeline doesn't allow you to actually accomplish those goals. Yeah. Where our goal was to have a car that was done, painted, running, so that we could take it to SEMA and not have to push it around and we made it yeah. we made it and literally uh 11's painted the car we said we've we've uh, said this time and time again 11's painted the car with probably 48 hours yeah. it was finished before we went to SEMA. that's
2: what we're saying we, like in the hall I, i'm kind of glad i was in the hallway where i had a breeze because the car kind of still smelled like fresh paint <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah, yeah so before Seriously. you guys got the the heads up of okay this would we're gonna take it to sema what was the the time frame
1: like like three weeks summertime no we, we kind of got we kind of got a little bit of a notification in the summer but we we're like thinking that it wasn't gonna happen gotcha, I know got kinda,
2: you, know what I mean?
1: it was kind of like matt was going well do you want to go to sema you know because i've got a spot in sema if yeah. you want to go there and we're like, you know, gave them the yeah, reluctant sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know yeah. sure, the car's all torn apart in the garage, and we're like, yeah, we can do that, but uh, I think things got really, really serious about a month out it was about a month out, yeah, 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 wow. yeah. Wow. about a month out, because uh, you know, that timeline, you're waiting for the summer to kind of pass, because it's hot as hell in Phoenix, and you, you get tired of working on cars in the driveway when it's 100, 110 degrees yeah. outside, you know, so you're kind of praying for cold weather, cooler <laughs> weather to so we get things done, you know? Because we didn't have a shot back then. Yeah. It was, we were still working out of a two-car garage then, yeah.
0: Wow. But,
1: but you know, it was um, it was like, you know, we've told the story a few times, and it was like right down to the last minute, we were actually working on the car till 3 in the morning before load-in day, and uh, we had a bunch of friends of ours that were helping us put this car together, And one of my friends and I, uh, one of my friends and I and the family, they're all helping us do this, saying, I don't know, man, are we going to make this? So they, uh, Jesse and company kind of said, Dad, you need to kind of go get an hour's worth of sleep. So I went and crashed out for a little while. We loaded the car in and then another friend of mine and I left left our house at like four in the morning for, I believe, a 10 o'clock load in. And we made it there literally with. With twenty-five minutes to spare.
0: It was great. Hey, that it sounds was great. like the typical SEMA no story. Again.
1: Never again, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, you'll do it again.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know. it's like every uh, every SEMA show. I always talk to somebody like, man, I don't know about this next year. And then next year comes, yeah. and you see them like two weeks before, just burning yeah. the oil. Say no, I'm not gonna
1: do that That's again. That's what I'm saying.
2: Remember, like we're like, damn, car shows are yeah. like more prep than a damn uh, a, a track event where actually like you're going to drive yeah man, like you know it, or, or just as much if if not more everything's and, you know, got to be spotless. everything you know because yeah. we're you know we're, we're we're all anal and they had to wipe everything definitely down and have, you know just yeah yes big
0: especially right? at sema you know sema just has that that prestige to it where if you have a car there it's it's like a huge accomplishment, and you want to make sure that everything right. looks perfect. And of course, you're going to see every flaw that exists in the car that maybe the right, the regular right. person wouldn't.
1: Yeah, well, like, it was
2: our first time even just going to see. Him, we've, never, like, we've never, we've never even been, been there, so oh, we actually wow. had no idea how big of a deal it was. Yeah, you know, so that was our first time going ever, even just to check things out. We went with the you know. Yeah. Yeah. Wow!
0: So, no way. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah so oh, yeah. i mean we were kind of blown away like oh shit like 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 you know okay hopefully we did enough prep like you know like <laughs> so so uh, so, to, so to 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 get to win that award just with all of that was just like it, you know it was very cool yeah so uh, so let's
0: talk about the the award how did that even come to be did you guys get interviewed by somebody or how did that go
1: well, you know there's a committee that goes around. There's a committee that goes around and for all the people that are in the that are in the uh, import world, mm-hmm. um, it seems like there's a lot of awards that happen at that happen at Sema, but the grant the grant tourism award is one of those sought after awards that people really really want to be they want to be included in that and there's a very prestigious um panel that goes around and and sort of you know they look at the cars. And so, so, weird. Like, so like
2: it's like there's a, like a European, like you know there's a European, there's an yeah. American. There's I think there's like a maybe like a off road, uh, and then a uh, uh, and then a Japanese. There's a Japanese import, European import, and then a actually Sam Sam Do from, uh, from Super Street. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, Super Street. He's the one who I think he he he, I think he had a little influence. Well yeah no he he contact he's the one who contacted us. Yeah. He. He was like he somehow got my like phone number and then I had to give it to like my dad and like uh um so he was the one who came up to us and presented it like like hey you know this is like my choice uh you know uh for the for the award yeah and then so it goes between five cars um and it was so cool they made us feel like uh like very like VIPs because we got these cool wristbands that they took us like you know when you enter the uh the uh, the, uh, the the nightclub where it's at. We had like this, like uh, we were so underdressed. We had just like t-shirts and like <laughs> and no our hats on, and everybody's like kind of like you know dressed up and uh, uh and 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 so yeah, it was it was very unexpected. I'll let my dad continue. From there. Let, yeah, you know, it was it was such yeah. a cool,
1: it was a cool event because uh, it, Jesse's right. I mean, we you, you're kind of starstruck when you're there, you know, because. Some of the really important people in the industry are there, and you're just like, I don't even know what's going on here, man. You know. Yeah. And then they kind of escorted Jesse and I to this VIP table, and we're like,
0: Dude, yeah.
1: I don't even know what's going on <laughs> right now. You know. Yeah. You need drinks. You need this. You need that. And then they started calling names. Jared DeAndrea. DeAndrea is is the announcer. Um, you know, you've got the Gran Turismo guys up there. So they one by one they called us all up there, and we went up there and accepted the best JDM, best uh, best Japanese import car, and 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 first of all, you and I are blown away by just, yeah, just by getting time. that award. Yeah, you know, and then and then we're leaving. We're actually leaving the uh, stage. And uh, one of the one of the girls in the back said, "You you guys need to kind of hang out here for a second. and we're
2: like, "We had no idea." Like like the cars we were going up against was like, yeah, I mean it, like crazy like they dirt. were they were very very crazy. Like you know like not not a two car garage build.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and, but, uh, uh, but yeah. So they were like like we're like okay cool. Like you know we're we're still just like not even expecting anything, and uh, you know T T pain. I, right, wasn't T Pain? He was in the yeah, back. He was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, um, but but then but then I, I remember telling my dad I'm like, dude, like I think we I this is weird like I think we
1: fucking won this
2: whole thing, and and because the, the way the way the way that it works too is they submit all of the cars to, uh, Mr. Gran Turismo the the creator and he's the one
0: who chooses it. No way. He's yeah. He's the one yeah. who chooses
2: it. And and uh, and talking with Sam Do afterwards, based like you know uh 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 his his choice was like actually very fast yeah he's just like "Mm, that one absolutely you know wow so and they they love the story of the car basically so how it it started off as like a a daily driver with ac first track event you know then you're like "Mm, i need better suspension you know like you basically upgraded the car like you would in a video game yeah you know until it gets to the, you know, until it gets to this beast or whatever. So that's what they love about it,
0: too—the story behind it. Dude, that is so exciting, man! Just to go there with no expectations, and I could just imagine yep. being the no idea. No, the no. first time going to SEMA. That's huge enough as it is, but just to win yeah. that prestigious award, man! Congratulations, that's awesome.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: So, with the winning of thank that award you get to get your car scanned to be in the game Yep. okay got you so when you guys uh when you guys were um when they want when you want to be in the game uh how long did they tell you the process was gonna be and what was it like to to like scan the car did you have to take it somewhere or how did that work yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. well it was about uh they told us initially it would probably be about six months right you know, it ended up being about twice, twice that. Gotcha. Year. Yeah. Rightfully
2: so. Which you can fine. imagine. how. Yeah, busy I mean, it was we were fast. mad. We weren't like, you know, yeah.
0: Were you guys it's, in so contact? We,
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were fully upfront about it. Like, oh, yeah. you know, and just, I mean, it would go a while and then like, like, you know, every now and then you'd be like, Hey, it, um, <laughs> is this still, do, yeah. is this still, still valid? Can we still be in the video? Yeah. If I could turn, if I could turn the camera right here, I have a full sim rig. Oh, yeah, sick! You know, I'm very into simulator racing. You know, Gran Turismo is like, you know, my dad bought me a PlayStation and, and Gran Turismo. I remember as a kid when we lived in Japan, and like I played the shit out of that game. And,
0: wow! And, uh, yeah. Full circle, we, man. We,
1: we never the car that would be in that game. You know, that's that's yeah. kind of an epic situation right there. I
0: love it, man. That's that's definitely a full circle story. So, um let's actually paint that picture a little bit. Tell us what it was like uh how'd you even end up in in Japan? I'm I'm super curious on that.
1: Okay, the um I'm an Air Force guy. I was an Air Force guy okay. 20 20 year, a uh, 20 year uh, Air Force guy. So we were stationed here in Phoenix at uh, Luke Air Force Base uh, back in '93, okay. And uh, and um, right around that time, we got orders for Japan, and we had been stationed at Luke Air Force Base. So you know, Jesse was, had gone through grade school. He'd gone through, you know, he was he was a, a young dude, you know. I was, I was in third grade. Third, third grade,
0: grade. okay.
1: Junior. junior. She, uh, she was like, a, yeah. She no,
2: she she went to Okinawa, I think. Yeah, as a junior in high school,
1: as a as a junior or a in high sophomore school.
2: or something like that. Yeah. So we
1: got orders for Okinawa at that time, and I knew that my time, I, I was down to my last six years in the military, right? So I'm like, oh damn, I gotta go. I've got a PCS with only six years left. I mean, we
2: kind of. I think the whole
1: family didn't want to go. We didn't. We didn't really want to go at, at first. Yeah. You know? yeah. So Rachel, especially in high school.
0: Oh yeah, yeah definitely. So <laughs>
1: yeah. Uprooting all her friends and everything, but but uh, what? It, so when when the time came, we all PCS to Okinawa. We got there, you know, and it was kind of subdued. So it took it took them a little a little bit of time because it's quite a cultural change. No, no,
2: I I loved it right away. Well, yeah, I it was Rachel mainly. Yeah, yeah, my I, girl, I'm my in girl. like fourth grade by the time I get there, so I'm fine. Like, so, I'm yeah. Little, like, yeah, people used to make fun of me because I had long hair and they called me a girl, but <laughs> other than that, other than that, yeah, it was rad. Ross Petty was one of the first. That's how I met Ross Petty because we were the two people who had long hair, so we were like, "You have long hair. You have a new skateboard. Cool. Let's be friends." you know. Yeah. that's how I met him, and and
1: then so I was fine. It was Rachel, you know. So they're all, they're all skaters, you know, and then I have, I actually have, they're in school, but I have a job. I'm a, I was an F-15 crew chief at the time. So my job in the, in the military, it was right, at, it was right at the point where I was making the transition into being like more of like a manager type position, up, upper rank. Gotcha. You know? So I ended up being a crew chief like for one minute and then I, and then I got uh, posted in a position where, I was a resource guy for a squadron of F-15s. The the 67th 67th, 67th fighting fight the
2: fighting cocks. Yeah, not not that type. It was no. a, like a like a cock like a
0: yeah. <laughs> that so was the name. The fighting, fighting cocks. cocks. I love
1: yeah. it. And we have garage RCR kind of logos around the fighting cocks. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is which is so which is so rad. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, uh, you you've done trips in Japan. Yeah. So you know how quickly you can fall in love with that country.
0: Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> there,
1: there, there's just something. There's just something about the how genuine, how genuine the community is, uh, regardless of what history, what happened in history. You know, they, our kids, our family had no, had no problem settling into this community and really, really falling in love with it. Because I initially went there as a three-year as a three year tour. Okay. So after w- three years went by like that, which, you know, I go, well, I got to go back to the States and spend three years back in the States. Not that I don't love America, but I love America. Yeah. But, you know, it was time for me to go back and spend a three year tour. And we're like, no, 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 no. The kids were in a You know, Jesse was in a so position. They were where, so
2: cool. They even asked us, like, hey, do you want to extend? We're like, you like yeah, we don't want to leave.
1: Yeah. So we extended. Yeah. We extended for three more years. Wow. Uh, that's how we ended up staying there for six years and you know, it's just like it even six years, like looking back on it, went by so fast. And that's an island. Yeah. Yeah. Okinawa is not it's not attached to mainland Japan. It's yeah. it's a four hour so, flight. So south. you get yeah, like yeah. three and a like yeah, three hundred four, four hour that. flight. Really?
2: It's like three hundred yeah. miles south. Of Japan so yeah. so like Okinawa okay, no, is like it's, it's it's definitely Japan but you get like a lot of like island vibes like you know it's almost like I call it I call it the Hawaii of like for us like you know the Hawaii it's like the Hawaii of Japan gotcha. uh, it's just, you know it's, it's a you know beach life
0: yeah island
2: life huge big but mixed fun. with Japanese you know Japanese culture huge huge car car community like cars are huge like you know so yeah it was cool
0: An important part of buying Honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably. You're spending a lot of money and you spent a lot of time researching your build. The last thing that you may want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again and worse yet, never see parts. With Heeltoe Automotive, an 18 year history track record is part of the deal. Kielto brings you deep industry connects, professional parts recommendations, alternative ideas when your parts aren't available, and will even contact you if something on your order looks out of ordinary before it ships. Heeltoe's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure you get them in the time for your project plans. You can buy parts online anywhere, but Heeltoe knows what truly matters to an enthusiast, professionalism, swiftness, and accuracy. Heeltoe is in your corner. Visit heeltoeauto.com, or you can call or text at 949 295 1668 and make sure you check them out on instagram at heel toe automotive wow I, I wasn't even aware of that how far is it from uh you said it's four hour flight from mainland china it's, or china yeah. excuse me japan
1: china,
2: yeah but well, it, actually so it's actually, 300, 300 miles if you are to go to the yeah to the to the, to the southern basically tip of, of japan it, it'd be like like 300 miles still south it's in the ryukyu Islands. So that whole I in like so if you look at a map, it it's not that far. Yeah. But just but the, like the airport is like, you know, not on the on all the way south. So that's why it's so long.
0: Got long you, time. okay. Um yeah. did did you guys spend a lot of time in uh, in Tokyo?
1: Not oh, at all. Really? I, which we regret. We do you know. we do kind of regret not not flying more to mainland Japan. We we only went into Osaka a couple of mm. times and typically uh, the layovers we'd have there would be so short. Then we were that, so
2: tired from flying yeah, from, you know, cuz
1: we'd have to fly back to the states. We'd be like on vacation or something so we'd fly from Okinawa to to, to you know to Osaka and then from Osaka all the way to gotcha. uh, to LA or, or somewhere else. We, we would make else. like,
2: you know, it'd be like a whole like 24 hour plus ordeal. Yeah. Get back. Yeah.
0: Now, um I understand what you guys are saying about going to Japan and seeing the culture that they have and just absolutely falling in love with it you know I've always thought what it would be to live over there in Japan and to see what kind of negative downfalls that the the uh, the culture would have um, did you guys notice anything like that
1: no we actually Not we at never all. we never experienced anything like that and no. I know. I know the news kind of blows things up from time to time and there has been situations where where there has been you know a, a presence of uh of american soldiers and maybe they didn't act as as they didn't represent the u.s like they should have and they got in a little bit of trouble for it but we as a family never were experienced of that we were never experienced anything like even from any locals any negative like, like Je- you Je- know. Japanese, they're they're cool.
2: they're like they can they can I mean, I hate to say this just like just like just like anybody, they could point out like, hey, man, are you a honky? you yeah. are you funky are you like you know are, are you like a uh, just a piece of trash like you know or are you just like a cool like you know and 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 uh, and so that they, they can tell like you know they, they like who's the who's the the normies and yeah. The, I mean, I, and I hate, I, I, I don't want to talk bad about like any, you know, but there are, there's some, there's some kind of like trashy military Marines that can be like not, not uh, sensitive to culture They're they're like, you know, not willing to, you know, conform, not, not conform, but just, just. You know, be be we uh, don't want, we don't want be to respectful. Marines, so. You know, no, not the Marines. I don't want to call anybody. I'm just saying, there's people in general.
0: No, definitely. I understand what you mean. People
2: in just, general. They just right. don't uh, uh, respect, like you know, because you're you're in their country. You're a guest. You're, you're a, a guest. You know. In the yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Got If you act cool, they'll be cool to you. Yeah. You know, I what?
0: I always love that part about it. You know, just going to Japan and just everybody being so friendly, and just yes. because
1: you're friendly. Yeah. You know? that that could be, be it too. too too because they understand that you appreciate appreciate the fact that you're there too so they want to welcome you into their country and that's that's their culture yeah you know that's that's how friendly they are yeah you know
0: i loved it man i even said that one day i would i would love to to like live out there for a year
1: would that be rad or oh
0: my goodness yeah definitely just
1: think all the stuff you could collect doing that right <laughs>
0: I'm trying not to collect anymore, man. I collect too much.
1: Do you, Do you have a lot of?
2: Is your customer base? Do you, do you send a lot of your hardware? Uh,
0: we do, but it, it would be more towards uh, internationally. It would probably be more towards uh, like the UK and Canada for sure. Uh, you know, as you guys know, the the car scene in Japan. Well, I mean, to this day, right now, is not like it is here in the states if it is you're probably talking like uh yasu from like exceed japan they probably build cars the way that we do here in the states but other than that um i don't really see them having much need or want yet for our style of products right but uh
1: it's it's funny though how the how the you know back in the day though that you know we would sort of imitate. Imitate the way that they the style from the Japanese car, the Japanese cars, and now it's sort of doing, yeah. doing a full circle yeah. where they're Go looking at the what's US, going US on in the the U.S. scene. Yeah, in the U.K. I mean, I was born in the U.K.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Where at?
1: Yeah. I was born in Swindon, what's... where the Type R, where the actual the Type R is made.
0: Wow, very cool. So
1: my, my father, my father was a military guy too. So I'm I'm a second generation military. And my father met my mother in the UK, and I was I was born I was born there in Swindon. So uh, we just had a we just had a, a talk with the uh, Mems Honda Day. Yeah. there. Yeah. There, we want to somehow we'd like to make our way over there because I still have a lot of relatives that live in the UK now too.
0: How far from London?
1: Uh, probably about maybe a two hour drive from London.
0: Got you. Got yeah. you. Yeah, I actually went out there uh, with Dav for uh, Mims Honda Day 2017. You know yeah, yeah, I believe it 17. There, it, it was cool, man. It was it was a good time. You know, I was expecting it to be a lot different than here in the States, but it really gave me a, a like a New York City type of vibe.
1: Exactly. Same passion, right? Yeah. Same passion, same
0: yeah yeah city life. just city life yeah just busy you know and a lot of tourists a lot of bars at night and things like that it was yep. it was really cool I had a good time and uh, Dav awesome awesome guy for sure yes he very he cool. is
1: yes we had a little chat with him not too long ago as well yeah
0: I, I see him on the <laughs> mims talk man he's he's hustling on that <laughs>
1: I know, right? You know what's re- That has to be something to that has to be something to organize.
2: Uh, yeah, big big Mike. He always he's he's like their he always movies. Yeah, he's the announcer, official announcer for all of their events, right? Yeah. Which, that's so cool.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. And then they'll usually have like a guest go. So it was me once, and then Ryewire and then uh, Brian Gillespie was gonna go, but that's when <laughs> COVID hit.
2: Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: but uh, if you guys can make uh, it out there, did, I would did, recommend did it. They
2: allow, did Did you guys bring your cars?
0: No, 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 you ship it? Oh, no. You shipped? No, we just flew out there. You know, yeah. just traveling with all the stuff for the booth and everything, it it okay. it's so hard sometimes, man. And did
2: you right. have a big Downstars booth though, all set up and everything? You made it. Uh,
0: we we had a little setup there, but we didn't actually, we weren't able to take our tent or anything like that because just traveling it, it makes it so hard plus when it come international then you can't bring as much stuff that you would if we were going to a, a show like in jersey or something like that
1: yeah i sure. think that's the last time i saw you right was back east when we went to eibach
0: that's right it
1: turned it turned uh, four
0: yes turn yes 14. four yeah 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 <laughs> turn 14 yeah that's right that's
1: the last time i saw
0: you oh man dude it seems it seems like a, a year is like five just exactly so much exact- stuff COVID, man. yeah we COVID. No, no i know it's uh we gotta
1: get done with this lockdown man so we can all hang out again you know and do some cool car stuff again yeah
0: definitely man so it seems like you guys uh have been doing pretty good during covid i see you you guys got a shop now and uh and and you're retired now how's that i'm I'm retired
1: now. Yeah, for the third time.
0: Congrats, man.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's pretty awesome having him retired. Put that ass to work. You know? <laughs> Dad cleaned the shop.
0: <laughs> I love it. So Jesse, you're the cool. boss of the shop. Yeah, I'm
1: the boss. He's yeah, my
2: Jesse.
1: Yes, he's the boss for sure. Yeah, crack the whip on him sometimes.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, there's a uh, there there's there's some kind of gratification in just being the employee, man, because you get to clock yeah, out. You got to pay the bills good. now.
1: I'm responsible for the beer fridge. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: there you go. With with the boss comes a lot of responsibilities, man. No, exactly. Yeah,
1: no, he exactly. is the boss. <laughs> yeah. I
0: love it, man. Hey, so I want to talk. Oh, yeah,
2: the, mom, the mom is the boss. Oh,
0: okay. She's the boss of everybody.
2: <laughs> hey, clean it up, Dad.
0: I love it, man. You know, I love just seeing you guys together. How you how you get along and just, you know, how you share the same passion. When did you guys realize that, that you made the transition from father and son into like best friends.
2: Friends? Oh, uh, shit! I man. Think when he was early on, man. <laughs> <laughs> early on, early on. I mean, shit. Like, I can't even. Like, um, I mean, really, really. It was probably in Japan. Whenever, whenever. Uh, Cause you know, my dad, hes always been a car guy, and um, and uh, uh, I just happened to fall in with like a group of friends who like who like. Was into cars in Japan, and then and then and then kind of like kind of like I introduced my dad when we were there to like, you know, uh, drifting. To, to drifting and to like, you know, uh, even like even like I had one of my friends like, I didn't have a license at the time. I, I brought home one of my friends, Starlet at, uh, EP uh, Nani, yeah, uh, seventy one at EP seventy one Starlet. It was like a one point three liter, ripped so fast. Brought it home and and uh you know, and and gave my dad a, a ride in it, and he's like he's like my dad's like holy fucking shit
1: like really
2: <laughs> I can't you believe know?
1: this car is so fast like yeah and then yeah. he's like well that's boost man yeah, yeah. yeah so that's what boost does for you yeah so I was sold right away and all my friend including I, all my
2: friends they all had had a hotshot eight eighty eight sixes and and uh, uh my friend Neftali he's over somewhere he was the first one on the island to have. A supercharged like out of an mr2 it was it was, it was kind of ghetto yeah <laughs> but it worked yeah uh, hey shut up a <laughs> um, uh, uh, little little sidetrack he, he has a KP star right now that he's doing a k24 and should follow him on a uh, on Instagram what's his Instagram yeah. oh what is what's your Instagram okie oh mom 60 69 what is it? Okibong KP61. Okibong KP61. K-P-61. Right. Yeah. 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 I'll
0: have to and check he's that doing out. A K24.
1: Neftali, he lives in Nashville. And yeah. We'll forgive him for that.
0: Nashville. This, this <laughs> this is is right. Hey, right hey right what's here. up, brother? <laughs> yeah. I heard a lot of good things about you. Hey, thank so, you, man. In, I appreciate him it. Him and I played
1: hockey together,
2: and, and he was our coach and uh so yeah we all know each other very yeah
1: long time yeah i've had a lot of involvement in these young dudes for many many years you know it hasn't been just like the dad figure you know i had to i had to sometimes discipline them yeah because they're a little out of control but they're for the most part they're some of the best kids i've ever known
0: i love it man so you guys all hung out together in japan yes yes wow
2: yeah my dad's always been like he, he like even to this day like like uh it's not like it's not like like uh like like we have like just friends now that, that that are just friends like you think like like oh are those your friends or are they his friends like you know they're just like, just like the ours like you know yeah, cool yeah man yeah.
0: i love it Phil what keeps pretty- you having such a young soul
1: i, I think i think um I don't, that
2: that's a- I, I could quote my dad <laughs> keeping up with with modern technology is what keeps them young," he you said.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's that's one thing, and then kind of hanging out with uh, people that have fresh ideas too, which are typically. And I'm and I hate. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna badmouth any of you old guys like me out there, but there's something to be said about like keeping yourself young, thinking young, uh, working on projects, working on you know, uh, kind of discovering new things. I think that that's one of the things that will keep you young. So, you he, know, we're he, he on follows like a, shit lot of,
2: all the a lot of time. He follows like a lot of vlogs, a lot of, uh, uh, rant, like a lot of just like cool
1: people on social media platforms doing cool things, yeah. you know, and, uh, yeah. On both sides of the world too, because I'm not just a, I'm not just a JDM Honda guy. That's, that's my love too. But I also love like, we've got a vintage Porsche in the shop that we're doing, a. Uh, 914 6 GT that we just installed a 2.8 like stroker motor in it, you know. So we we also do that kind of stuff too. We, you know, Jesse builds uh, he builds a lot of uh, a lot of uh, pit bikes, you know, and things like that. So we just kind of we have a of lot of. Of course,
2: he has like a full ripper Japanese like stroker motor pit bike. <laughs> 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 of course, yeah, yeah. Hey, you got to go fast
1: in the pits. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. you you gotta go fast everywhere
1: everywhere that's right wow you know
0: um you did touch on something man and it's i think that that's one of the hardest things about getting older is you feel like you you have to have a certain type of mentality and you become an old guy and then now you don't do anything that the younger kids do because that's it's immature and you know, and then even you fall into the trap of I just like muscle cars who cares about those rice burners or whatever but totally agree. I don't know. I don't know what what it is with people where they just think that they have to Follow a certain way just because they've gotten older oh. Grow up. You
1: see, you see a lot of friends that do that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, you see a lot of friends that you were cool with like in high school and you know college and things like that and all of a sudden you're like what happened to you, dude? You used to be cool, man. Now you're just like some old man or something, yeah. you know?
0: You know, the way that I think about it is being an adult is taking care of responsibilities. And as long as your responsibilities are taken care of, what else matters? Anything. You could do whatever you want. If you want to play video yeah. games, have fun, skateboard, whatever. What? If As long as you're able to do it, why would you not want to do it? I agree. Yeah, and 2 I'll I'll, you, I'll run into people that are my age right now and I see them I'm like, "Whoa. You're definitely like 10 years older than I am because the mentality that you have versus the mentality I have, I'm more towards my 13-year-old son <laughs> than closer to you."
1: Yeah. But you're doing good things with your son too though, dude. I mean this the whole skate, the whole skate Thank thing you, man. Is probably inspired by him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah a lot of things that this guy inspired me to do too. It's not it's not a one-way street with a with a family. Yeah. You know, you've got to open your mind up, take, you know, understand what understand what they what 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 makes them happy and then share in that sort of journey, you know, so that you can have fun all through all through life. It doesn't end when your kid turns 18 years old. Yeah you know it it doesn't end there it goes it it, it's forever you know
0: yeah definitely it's i don't know man i don't know if it's the way that just society was displayed to us when we were younger you know you you grow up you go to school you go to college you get a career (laughs) you retire (laughs) and then you get to whatever not have anything to do you know but at the position that you're at now you retire but Yeah. Without squeezing and all that other fun stuff that you did for the past however many years, I feel like there's a balance, and you could do it all.
1: Yeah, and it's, if it's not cars, it's got to be something, something, mm-hmm. something kind of something has to kind of motivate you. You know, you've got to you've got to pick a hobby, especially when you retire, because you think that that's the end of time, but it's not. It's not at all at the end of time. It's like it's almost like for me, it's almost like a beginning to where. Shit, I don't have to go to work in the morning. I don't have to slap that alarm clock anymore. I don't have to do a snooze button anymore. I can get up, have you know, have coffee with my wife. She's still working, by the way, so we better keep that on the download. (laughs) Yeah. So Helen and Jesse are the Jesse and Rachel are still working. Only Dad is the guy that is the lazy. You guy,
0: earned you know? it. You earned it.
1: <laughs> oh, oh,
2: he 100% earned yeah. it. 100%. It's yeah. a lot of
0: years. It's a lot of years yeah. it he, it. He's drawing. so
2: funny because, like, you know, some days, like, r- rarely, it, like, you know, just chill, chill on the couch, and, you know, it's be catching up on all of like his YouTube, like, you know, people that he, that we all follow, and like, you know. And like, and, you know, i will be like, "Hey, what's up, Dad? What do you do all day?" He's like, yeah, fine, man. I've just been chilling, dude. Like, you know." <laughs> and like, like he feels so I'm, I'm like, Dad, you fucking earned that shit. <laughs> dude. Hell yeah! You worked, your, you worked your, ass off for
1: for years, yeah. man. Yeah, enjoy that shit, dude. You know? Yeah. You know what,
2: Jesse?
1: Frank, I've only, I just retired. Yeah. I seriously, like the 18th of uh, July was my last working day. Oh
0: shit! So it's still brand new
1: he hasn't spoken. yeah yeah you know but it's weird wow man. It's crazy. jesse well, it's uh
0: it's special that you realize that about your dad and all the sacrifices that he's made oh totally
1: yeah very
2: Absolutely.
0: very cool thing man i love that,
2: hard, that hard-ass worker man like, <laughs> is that you earn it dude yeah, yeah it's
1: yeah. worth it though worth
0: it hell yeah so Definitely. before you introduce your dad into a uh, boost what was uh what what were you into before that phil as, as far as car wise
1: as far as car wise okay yep. so like back in the then, probably back in the 70s yeah, yeah back in the 70s i was in believe it or not i was into v-dubs. Oh, okay. so when, when
0: the v-dubs okay gotcha so when before
1: uh before yeah before the Mustang. so um I was, into, I was in V-dubs when everybody was doing uh, like hot rods and V-8s and stuff like that. I was doing like little four bangers, I think. I had like some early 60s Beatles, you know. I had a a 70, I mean a 65 a V-dub van. I had a bunch of cars like that. And then, and then uh, Jesse's right. I'm going to go back a little bit. I started with a 65 Mustang. Though, yeah. With a 289 Cobra motor. Got you and uh and then I joined the military that's he's he's absolutely right so he's my but this, he's my the, he's my but uh, he's downplaying, he's
2: downplaying this must <laughs> this mustang was like a, a complete ripper it was all built cobra. built tranny rear end you know high compression yeah so and, and and a story that I love to tell is that that uh but my dad was drunk my dad was pretty drunk one time and and my mom had to drive it. Yeah. My mom's actually a really good driver like, you know, yeah, but she said just the way that the cam rah, 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 and, you know, and like back in the day to, to have a, 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 a stiff, You know, like it didn't like these days you can have ripper clutches that still kind of like, you know Back then if you had a good pressure plate, it was yeah like, Yeah, yeah, yeah to push that shit <laughs> in, you know old technology and my mom like could barely
1: get the car going just
2: because it was like like and, yeah and yeah it was lively i love that story yeah it was lively but he's right yep. though
1: he's right there and that kind of reeled me into thinking that was my high school days and i, I and i graduated high school like in 72
0: 72 okay so
1: that's how, that's how long that's how long ago and then um, yeah i went through the hot rod scene went to went to b-dubs for a while it was weird because i i liked the four banger air-cooled stuff and then it was weird because when I was in the military, the guy that I sold that Mustang to wanted to sell it back to me again and I ended up buying that car back again for a while. No way. Yeah, yeah, dude. So I went I went through some crazy times where I had like, you know, a lot of crazy cars. Um, it was all blown out, right? I guess at that time, right? It never ran right. Yeah, nothing. I mean, it, it, it was
0: Downtime with Downstar would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Rywire Motorsport Electronics RyWire has been around since 2005, supplying you with solutions for all of your motorsport electronics needs. Whether you need a simple ECU adapter, engine harness, chassis harness, or PDM setup, they can get you taken care of. Offering products for most popular engine platforms from Honda, Toyota, Nissan, GM, hey, even Lamborghini. And if you have any private label needs, they can also take care of that as well. RyWire is the leader in motorsport electronics in our community, and we're excited to have them part of the Downtime with Downs our family please please make sure you guys support ryewire you guys could check them out at ryewire.com or on instagram at RYWIRE underscore motorsport underscore electronics i know it's long guys if you just search ryewire it will pop up and if you're searching make sure you search them on youtube and you can check out their youtube channel where they are working on their new evs2000 build we're super excited for that and we're super excited for ryewire to to be part of the downtime with Downstar family. So please guys make sure you go show rywire some love and tell them that Downtime with Downstar sent you. Once again that's rywire.com. Did you guys see the uh the new Mustang that's coming out? The uh, Cobra 1400 I believe, Cobra Jet. Is
2: that the SUV one? No,
0: no, this is uh it, it looks like just just a regular Mustang, but it's, it's a like it's electric. electric. <laughs> and it's uh, 8.2 on the quarter mile.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the one that's the one that uh that Ken Block was driving, right? Oh, really? No, his was fully electric. I that was uh was that was E, the E.
0: No, this one is a different one. I just seen the video. I think it came out maybe like 4 days ago, but it's it's called the Cobra Jet 1400 if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, it's a wow. uh, the quarter mile time was 8.2 i don't know the horsepower but i think it's i think it's 1400 i think that's why it's named that but yeah and that's
2: that's gonna kill some honky bro the the
0: engine bay of it it the electric motor it looks kind of like a old school v8 i know it sounds weird but when you look at it it doesn't look like the 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 cylinder kind of tesla one it, it looks yeah. like it has cylinder heads or something, and then it, it looks like old, like the old spark plug wires, but they're the orange. I don't know, man. That was just a real quick clip oh. of it, but it looks amazing. Amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. I love it, man. I I, I still got a, a special part in my uh, my heart for uh, muscle cars, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I totally agree with you too. I mean, you know, there's something about those old pistons slapping, you know i mean even even my old uh my i've got a 71 914 6 gt clone in the in here that has got uh 77 911 s motor in it. yeah and it's uh, like 250 horses but the noises that that thing the mechanical noises that thing makes, speaks to my heart oh
0: definitely yeah. man just
1: something about that noisy that noisy uh compression and uh, carburetors. 40 IDA down drafts, you know, yeah. that just make the so sweetest noises ever. Yeah. You know? I still have,
0: uh, so I have my, uh, 69 Chevelle still. I have a, you do. yeah, a 69 Chevelle okay. with a 383 stroker, um, Whoa. Whoa. 177 YN single carb blower. And, uh, instead of a carburetor, we did the FI tech. So it's like the the yeah. electronic fuel injection but it's a size of a carburetor sure. yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah. we have the root style blower on there now and I didn't want to replace that because just like you said man it, it just gives it that nostalgic look you know but yeah. Yeah. I don't show that car enough love so as soon as we finish uh, a couple projects that we have in the garage we're going to put that one back there and uh, RC and I are going to get down on that one
1: dude that's so awesome RC's there RC. now huh
0: yeah man yeah, he's not there. No. He already left. Oh, he uh, he did the RC, the RC thing show. and he went to go get some weed right now. So he's a
1: good nice. dude, man. <laughs> RC, yeah. good dude. But yeah, no, he's got, he's got a lot of history with that good guy.
0: Yeah, man. Um, RC's a great guy, you know, and he's always wanted to move out of Phoenix, and yeah. uh, we had an opening here, and everything just worked out perfectly. And dude, I, I couldn't shoot, be happier.
1: Awesome. His shop's yeah. close to you, you yeah. say? Yeah, he had a shop right here. I think he, he had, had a one shop like, in, right in our in like our in, in room our, room our room. actual building. Got yeah.
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, before before here, he was with uh, JDL.
1: JDL, exactly.
2: yeah. yeah. we
0: just but, uh, JDL. Man, you see RC every day. He has the biggest smile. He just no shirt on. He's just loving the weather. Yeah, That's I awesome. bet,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
0: yeah. Cool. yeah, man. So, so
1: he lives there full time now. Yeah he does yeah so so he's here
0: in the 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 city that the shop's in is called ventura so he's in ventura probably like 10 minutes away from the shop but uh it's awesome man just having somebody just somebody like-minded and motivated and wants to create you know i think that like this point in my career that's really all i want to do you know i just want to (laughs) create things Yeah.
1: yeah and you put yourself in a position where you can do that now so That makes it extra special definitely
0: man you know i'm i always see things and if if i see that there's something that i want to do i just have to figure out a way you know i have to figure out a way to make it happen and do whatever i have to do whatever sacrifices even like i say with this podcast you know we do this twice a week and we don't really i mean now we're getting paid with sponsors but that only came on episode 150 so 150 episodes is just throwing them on the wall and hopefully something sticks yes, and uh cool. yeah but hopefully this turns into something and uh we'll have all this history you know
1: yeah thanks Hell for yeah. inviting us yeah man. it's rad. it's good to you know if that's the only way we can communicate with you right now that's that's cool no know? definitely
0: you know there's so many uh so many times there's people like yourself that were part of the community but we never really have a chance to sit down and if we do it's through passing at a eibach yeah. meet or you know a dinner yeah. or sema or something but when we're on those trips we already have one thing in mind this trip is about sema so we're all talking about sema or whatever but you know i like to dive in to get to know people and get to know why they are how they are and their history yeah. and where they're from and you know especially just the dynamic that you guys have together just a father and son working together and you know enjoying the same passion man i know so many people listening they're just i wish that my dad was into what i'm into or i hope that my son is into cars in the future and like you guys have that man and that's a beautiful thing
1: yeah, i'm pretty lucky with that you, sure. you have to and i know you have to kind of cultivate those relationships like early on you know it's not something that happens like. You know, it, it's not something that happens like late in life. You can't say, "Well, I've I haven't been your father for 20 years now." of a said, "I want to have something." To, you know, let's do something together. Yeah, it's not the way at all with Jesse and I. Jesse and I have have agreed on a lot of things. I mean, he probably disagrees on a few things that I do, but I we it. bounce it off of each other. I doubt it. It's not it's not one of those kind of things where I go, "Well, hey, what do you think if I do this and this is right?" Yeah. But Try this too. Yeah, you know? right. So yeah. it's that sort of a relationship we have together, where yeah, you know, it's not like I'm the dad. Yeah, you will do. What you yeah. say, yeah. and that's the bottom line. Cool. Yeah. that's not. That, that's he's always he's always been like that
0: too. That's what I was gonna say. You know, that's uh, you're 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 breaking the dynamic of you know, I'm the father, you're the son, you listen to me, which you know, it's natural. But if you're trying to build that friendship together. No one wants to have a friend who's who's the boss or who's always yeah. right. You know, it's awesome yeah. to have somebody that you look up to that's been like your hero look down on you and say, hey, what do you think? What do you think would yeah. be the best decision? You know, that gives that gives the child power. And you know that, that feels good because it makes you feel like you're on an even playing field. And um, yeah. I think that's where a lot of people miss out on.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's always been super cool about, like, supporting, like, you know, everything everything I've ever done, like, as far as, like, you know, like, I was really into racing bicycles and, you know, even, like, skateboarding, like, in Japan, it was so hard because, uh, uh, you know, we'd have the California Cheap Skates, you know, CCS Catalog, and and my dad was so cool. I was always that kid that had, like, fresh skateboards because they would always get, like, wa- we're on an island, so they'd get, like, waterlogged, yeah. like, you know, pop, like, like, uh, uh, he always just kept me fresh, like, all the time, like, just gave me all of the the, uh, the supplies to, 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 you know, you know, yeah, just have fun and, 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 uh, try to be good at whatever you do, you know.
0: I love it, man. Yeah, so, where do you feel that that came from? Was that an example that you were shown from your father when growing up? I wish,
1: I wish I could say that it was. I mean, like, you know, and I'm not going to badmouth my dad at all, but he was a military he was he was one of those military guys, it was a military guy, you know. So sometimes you learn from a good example, sometimes you learn from something that's less that, that's less perfect. So my wife and I uh, early on, we were kind of exposed to similar situations, you know, where where you have to make a conscious decision to say uh this is what I like about the relationship I had with my father. This is what I dislike about it. So I'm gonna choose the best things that I know. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna ever say that I'm I was a perfect dad because I had my faults also. You know, I was you know, I was a little I was a little harsh like when I was a little younger, you know. Had a little more attitude, it was, but it was good. but um, you kinda no, learn from it those good yeah. <laughs> no, It wasn't too crazy
2: you kind of learn from those mistakes he made mom, he made mom you know whip my
1: ass
2: <laughs> <laughs> you i you, never do the you bad punish work. him i don't
1: want to man yeah i'm not a disciplinary yeah you know. i but uh, you, you understand what i mean you, completely
0: you, 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 completely
1: and you, you learn from your role model yeah so say that's what i like about that role model that's what i dislike about it and then if you're man enough to choose the good things and and that's the way you you do your family, you, you treat your family, it's only gonna be a good thing. It's only gonna wow. be
0: good thing. I, I love that you say that, man. You know, um, you hear it so many times about how people are and, you know, well, that's how I was raised. That's how I was raised. And yeah, yeah. that could be it, but you don't have to take every single trait that you learn from your parents or your guard, guardians or whatever. You know, you just think about those times when you were a certain age and your dad scolded you and you're like, man, you're telling me don't do this. But why you're not telling me why you're just telling me don't do this because I said, how am I supposed to learn from this? You know? So yeah. I've even taken the same approach with my son. You know, I, I hate to, to yell at him and I'll tell him, you know what, dude, I don't like to yell at you, but you have to understand when you do this, it makes us feel like this. You know what that feeling is of, you know, somebody not paying attention to you, someone not listening to you, someone disrespecting you. You're 13 already. You understand what disrespect feels like now you're doing this to your mother. Think about it like that. And you know, when you have that talk 20 minutes later, it comes back, you know, "I'm, I'm sorry, which that's all I'm looking for the understanding. but the same way that i can make him understand it could be a physical way but is he gonna learn the lesson or is he just not gonna get caught the next time
1: absolutely right and you and you're in a position where we don't we don't grow up we don't grow up with the the uh the knowledge of being a parent we have to kind of learn along the way we have examples but that that's my point you kind of have to take the best of those examples and then hopefully you make the right decision to go down that path because the last thing you want to do is like yeah, have a family that, you know that that because that's why so many families you know split apart. Yeah. Um, we've been uh, I've been married for 45 years, you wow. know, so so you know, it's awesome. I mean, my my wife is this amazing person. It's she's so smart. She's like she's like a she's like the the bond in the family that that you're look that a family looks for. And she's probably the kind most kind person I've ever known. Yeah. And and I think that, that situations like that are very rare. So I just hope that I just hope that all the people that are viewing this out there that they find someone like that. That they can share they can share things like that. And they understand that like if Phil wants to go to the garage at at uh Five o'clock at night and he doesn't come home till 11 o'clock. It's not because he doesn't want to be, I don't want to be with Helen. It's just that I got, I got projects that I want to do. And she's totally understanding of that. Yeah. She's like, man, go, go do your thing, man. I got plenty of time to spend with you, you know?
0: Now, it's, it's rad. Now, if you look back 45 years, was that something that you saw in her? Or was this a, a, a relationship that you guys had to build and realize have, what have, what ticked her yeah. off and ticked you off and, and go from there. Yeah.
1: Well, or it wasn't without trials and tribulations by any means. It's, it's the kind of thing that uh, you make some conscious decisions along the way to stay in a marriage, stay in a relationship, or the, or do the easy thing and give it up. You know, so my choice, I had two children with Helen my choice was to stay and and you know keep this family together because my, my parents stayed together too my parents were you know they 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 married and they stayed together until they both passed away you know and and uh and it, it was it was a good relationship that they had too so i had a good example as well you know i mean yeah but it's like you know man it's it's work it's work and you gotta you gotta work at it just like you got to work at building cool shit. You gotta, you know, nothing's easy, man. If it is, then everyone would fail. (laughs) And
0: it's it's probably not going to be worth it if it was easy. One of the most critical parts to any build is the clutch. Without a proper clutch, you won't be able to get that power to the wheels. No one wants to spend hundreds of dollars on a clutch that won't hold their power for more than a few races or spirited drives. It is important to go with a clutch that you know that you can count on. That's why many people choose Action Clutch over the competition. Action Clutch offers OEM replacements all the way to 1200 plus horsepower that can be found everywhere from streetcars, drag cars, and even Formula Drift vehicles. Action Clutch makes all their kits here in the USA with material sourced locally in Los Angeles. Not only is Action Clutch made in the USA, they have also made a strong focus this year to give back a percentage of sales back to the community during these hard times, providing impacted families with groceries and other necessities. Contact Action Clutch today with whatever you need and you will receive the family treatment. You can find their product line at actionclutch.com If you don't see what you need, please fill Feel free to call them at 323-269-6051. You can also DM them on Instagram at Action Clutch or email them at sales at actionclutch.com. If you need help choosing a kit, Action Clutch can get you set up with the right kit for your build.
1: No, hell, hell no, hell no, man. You gotta you gotta put time in it. You really do. Yeah. You
0: know, you know what I lo- I love that, man. Just seeing that um, you know, two different people who just have that that love for each other and they just don't give up and then you get to this point where you're at you know and i I feel like people will throw in the towel before it even gets to that point where where you where you start to understand each other and you grow together you know instead of just bickering back and forth yeah that that's gonna happen but you have to get to like a happy medium sure
1: do you sure do and it's a challenge i mean you know you've got to you got to work at that kind of a relationship, you know, it's not it's not
0: easy. Yeah. And I feel like that's with any relationship as well. I've, I've taken that same approach to uh, shoot even to employees, you know, uh, talking You're to right. uh, talking to RC the other day. I'm saying, look, my job as a boss is to figure out how you work, how you like being talked to and how you don't like being talked to. I have yeah. to figure that out and I have to be fluid between each employee, because I can't just put a blanket statement down because then no- yeah. nobody's gonna like me, you know? I'm gonna be the guy who's gonna be the asshole. But if I tell him like, this is why we need to do this, this is why we do that, and you tell me, how do you feel? Do you think that that's right? Well, I don't think it's right because of this. That's great, I never even thought about that. You know, I'm just yeah. one person, I can only think about it one way. But when you start asking people for their different perspectives, what's good, what's not, what do you like, you get further rather than letting your ego take control and say, you know, what, this is my business. We're going to do it how I want to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and if you don't communicate that, that's when the issues start to arise. Right. So, you know, if you don't share what what's the end goal with with what we're doing here, what do we want to accomplish here? and if you don't share that with the person that you share a space with or share a vision with then it's naturally you're kind of opening yourself up for you're going to open yourself up for failure yeah you know and some hard times really
0: 100 percent, man but hopefully uh some lessons that you'll learn so then you'll uh progress forward after that (laughs) so let's talk about the shop man what's uh what is the meaning of rcr garage rcr where'd the name come from
2: Roblox circuit racing. Actually, uh, nice. was, my, my dad came up with that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's so cool. He's like, like you know, cause like I, it was you know, early on he's like he's like, but you drift. I'm like, nah, man. I love I love it. You know. So, um, uh, and then with my you know, like our logos is uh, kind of based on Top Gun. Yeah.
0: It's
2: like you know my dad being in the air force and you know he had he had his name plastered on some fighter jets and stuff because he was like a very Rupert. cool Rupert, you know <laughs> um and uh, uh yeah so that, that's kind of how it all came about and then and then really for the shop it was just because we outgrew totally outgrew our uh, our our two-car garage yeah. so finally we just made the made the um
1: you know that was sort of the inspiration like Jesse yeah. touched on it like uh, garage rcr is like uh, very much like uh come some sort of an aviation background i've been in aviation since i was 19 years old i you know i joined the military at 19 i was an f4 crew chief uh, went from being an f4 crew chief for four years got out of the military went to work for bell helicopter i was building uh, jet rangers uh, then I went from there to work for a Learjet and I worked for Learjet for a couple of years and then we had a, a downturn in the economy in the early 80s. So it kind of forced me back into the military again because I knew that I had that experience that they needed so I went back into the military and finished out 16 more years uh, as an aviation guy again uh, in, as an F-15 crew chief. So. Uh, then when I got out, I went to Embry Riddle Aeronautical University and got my degree in professional aeronautics, and also went to work for Boeing. So I worked for Boeing for 10 years, and then I went to work for the customer. It's called Defense Contract Management Agency, which is actually the I, I represented the Army, and we actually bought the uh, Apache AH-64Es from the from Boeing so wow that was my job that i just retired from
0: did you get to fly any of these
1: uh a couple times yeah real yeah but, I, but you know as a crew chief you're you're responsible for making sure that, that thing flies so the pilots do all the flying i just make sure it works Got
2: <laughs> that's where you get a, a, a lot of his good mechanics skills obviously and that's where the mechanical yeah. skills come he, from he too, teaches right? me certain ways how to do cotter pins you know like safety wires techniques, like
1: certain little things that are, you know, yeah, yeah, things that are yeah. aviation. All, all of our, you know, people can probably everything come has in a, to a
2: torque
0: shop. spec. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah, I love it. So we're panel you know, about that kind of thing. We sort of take an aviation approach to auto mechanics all the time, you know, and that, that's kind of the way we work.
0: Well, that's a definitely a good way to learn. Um, you know, my my torque specs is just until, I can't. <laughs>
1: Feels you have good. a calibrated elbow there. Right?
0: Yeah, that's good yeah. right there. <laughs> there you go, perfect. <laughs> so, how long ago did you guys get the shop?
2: Right before COVID, like two months. Like so, it was March. or what's A couple months. Uh, like January, late January or something like that, or February even.
0: Yeah. 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 Very.
1: Yep. And and um.
0: So yeah. Not long,
1: really. We haven't been here that long. Just yeah, no, not that long at all, man. Long enough to kind of fill it up with cool stuff and yeah. work on rad projects all the time. You know we've got we've got S fourteen, we've got a nine fourteen, an S fourteen. We've got an EG Civic, Panda EG Civic in here. We've got an S thirteen with a one JZ up here. We've got a whole bunch of pit bikes in here. And, oh
0: man! And
1: more projects on the way, man. We're we're just gonna keep filling it up till we run out of room. You
0: still have room?
1: No, no, <laughs> max. but uh jesse and i recently recently jesse and i picked up another uh Uh Um, egg. so so um we picked up uh we picked up a shell and we're going to build another track car so we don't the 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 pandemic the the gran turismo car is kind of gonna make a couple of appearances from time to time but uh, we're going to co-drive probably more Jesse than dad co-driving now Jesse, Jesse will be uh, I want to do the VTEC club the whole Exactly we've got a, oh, we yeah. just picked up a k24a a jdm k24 Motor for it, uh, then we have to go over to icb motorsports, which is literally eight miles from here Yeah, and probably start sourcing a whole bunch of parts so we can kind of get that car together and uh and do the next year do the season with the v tech club
0: hell yeah man very cool you know um yeah. that's somebody i need to have on the podcast too i need to reach out to him. shout out to matt um
1: dude those guys are so rad they put on some amazing track events that are just and they're well supported uh they do an amazing job of just organizing those those track those track days so I mean if I was if I had anything Honda powered I'd be at, I'd be at those
0: events for sure I love it man now speaking yeah. of uh Honda powered but not Honda my uh, my next card that I want to get is an s14 I already uh, I already built it in my head man s14 with the boss kit and a K series in it I'm excited for that yeah. Cool. <laughs> so yeah so yeah. With, with that said Jesse talk to me about drifting man how'd you get bit by the bug?
2: I mean, uh, it come, It all comes back from from Okinawa. Um, uh, you know, I had some. I just had some really, really cool friends who were all into it. And, um, and uh, uh, when I first moved to America, though, like I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't actually build a drift car right away. Um, my dad actually bought me a, a Datsun five ten. But and this is early. This is like 2000, and by 2001, like it's kind of before like engine swaps were big. Him and I swapped a VG30 in it with a turbo, um, so that was a pretty cool car, ripped. Um, but yeah, so then years go by, then I, I got into t- to Hondas and everything, and then uh and then f- and then I, there was one point where I had an EG, and 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 he had you know this current EG, and they're they're both at the time they're both kind of similar track cars. And, like, it kind of just didn't make sense to have two of them because, you know, he, he can drive my car, I can drive it, vice versa. It doesn't, we're not weird about yeah. that. So, I ended up selling one of my EG race cars. And then I bought an, an S13, the one that was on the cover of Super Street that's wadded up now. I crashed the shit out oh, of it. Oh, wow. Um, but, uh, uh, so then I bought that one. And then, and then, uh, uh, so just kind of have the best of both of because I love drifting. I love, you know, like, like Time Attack, track. Grip stuff. I love grip. I love drift. So
1: just to have the best of both worlds is how I got back into it, basically.
0: Very cool, man. Yeah. He's got
1: the advantage over me, Frank. He's got. He's good at drifting and gripping. The I can. Only thing I can do is grip.
0: You really? Know?
1: If the car goes sideways, and I start getting. I start sweating. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but I mean, we just need more
2: practice. But he, he, he has like his uh. I like I, I help uh, uh do little. I I I help teach like uh, for our local drift events like. Uh, uh clinics, we we yeah. do like drift
0: clinics and stuff. Oh, and cool! I so hey, he, so he's
2: he's like taking my class before
0: and uh yeah, you know yeah. So 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 you know, got him
2: out there doing donuts and stuff. Dude, and tell
0: me just, about be, that. How does that work? Your class? Oh uh, yeah, it's,
2: yeah yeah. It's just uh um uh basically for like our local track events here out at Wild Horse Pass. Like there's a company called Go Fast Entertainment. And uh, uh, they 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 host like a drift clinic like like basically before the main event like happens like you know, and which is uh, about once
1: a month like in the in the in the cooler season. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. And the non-COVID cooler season. Non-COVID cooler season. Cooler and season, and
2: right. uh, yeah, man, you just get you get tons of seat time and and uh, you know we'll teach anybody like if whether it, if they've never done a donut before, or like you know if you want to learn how to do a big like you know. 75 mile an hour entry or whatever like you know we'll co- help, help coach you on that and car set up and and uh uh you know yeah it's just cool it's just it's just like an open it's for kind of like for all levels it's pretty cool
0: wow now you obviously would have to bring your own car or bring,
1: yeah bring your own car yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Gotcha. have and, you ever
1: come ride along ride along in a drift car have you ever not drift not ride?
0: drift grip but not drift <laughs>
1: To come out and ride with Jesse sometime, man. It's uh, yeah. dude, I would love a, that. It's definitely an eye opening experience to have that to go sideways at nearly 100 miles an hour, you know.
0: Wow, it's
1: yeah, it'll get your attention real quick,
2: you know. And I tell everybody that's like, you know, drift helps my grip, you know, because like if you're in a grip car and, and it does get a little loose, you're going really fast, you feel real confident, you know, and then and then grip helps my drift, you know. Like like as far as like going super fast, like you know, and being comfortable going super fast, you know. So yeah, like, I love them both. Yeah, there's there's actually events where like, we're, 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 we're he'll be out there doing time attack stuff, and then I'll be drifting, and he'll let me like do like the uh, the time attack session. So I have, in you know going from a, a rear wheel drive drift car to a front wheel drive Honda in one day, you know within the, like it's just like a mind like it blows your it's it's really it, it's fun and challenging and yeah and uh. Yeah, I love both. I love yeah. both. Equal sounds
0: awesome, dude. Yeah, I really, really want to build a drift car. The only experience I've had with drifting is uh, just growing up with my Chevelle and drifting on accident.
1: <laughs> smoking, yeah, some, yeah, yeah. smoking some tires off. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, I actually have a, uh, my BMW, and um, I still, I still need to test it out because it's all wheel drive. But there's a certain sequence you could do to make it rear wheel drive and oh, yeah. uh yeah i want to try that out because i think that that thing would tires it, it would know. drift pretty good
1: <laughs> yeah hell yeah man man yeah.
0: very cool
1: we're we're really fortunate enough we're really fortunate out here in arizona to have a lot of tracks that are relatively close to where we live yeah you know we've got the wild horse palace complex there's three tracks out there mm-hmm. four actually uh we've got chuckwalla that's two hours two three hours away uh, we've got Indian Motorsports Ranches down the road, and then when we want to make a big, when we want to make a big trip, we go, we go so out there visit to you Lord, guys. Sorry. You know, go out to Big Willow and and uh, places like that, so we can, you know, uh, I've only done it once with uh, with um, um, the Big Tech Club, where I go out there for the autumn event. But they've got an event coming up, I think, in October uh, that's going to be out at Chuck Wallace. So we're going to haul the car. We've got a couple of upgrades that we have to do to it uh, as far as braking goes, because um, we're, running, uh, we're running basically a stock booster setup mm. uh, with some massive brakes on the car. And ev- all the lines are really, really close to the JDL manifold. So we know we're gonna have issues with, with braking and boiling uh, brake fluid. So we're gonna reconfigure everything, go to a, uh, go to a booster delete, uh, and and,
0: and yeah, shout from out.
1: Home development. Yeah, shout out to shout out to, yeah. shout out to Home for sending yeah. us a whole bunch yeah. of really cool, cool. But we haven't got them yet because they're tied up in COVID and got custom.
0: You. Is that the but adapter that uses the stock master cylinder?
1: It uses the, yeah. well. It depends. It uses a master cylinder that they custom design for whatever sort of a brake setup you have. Gotcha. So if you've A big brake, you know, a big brake like we do on this. We've got the Brembo Racing GT uh, brakes on the front, which is almost like a NASCAR front setup. The car's got way more brakes than it needs, but those guys can engineer it so that they dial everything in perfectly with a proper prop valve in there. And, you know, just make it to where I can left foot brake with the car because uh, I don't know if you know, but we've got a a five-speed sequential gearbox. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing, amazing um, um, gearbox that's in the car. And, and, you know, we're kind of forced to go down that road because we added boost to the car. GTX 3076 Turbo, 11 pounds of boost. It went to 420 horses with 325 foot-pounds of torque. So that uh, the ep 3 r DC5R tranny wasn't capable of handling that kind of torque. So that kind of drove us to do the, uh, um, the five-speed sequential gearbox.
0: Wow. That's such a weird, um, horsepower range that, that the K-Series trans can go to. It does. You know?
1: those, I mean, those, those motors are boost, you know, they love boost, man. The motors, they love boost, you know?
0: Yeah. That's, that's one of the problems that I'm working on right now is the, uh, the transmission side of things is that there's there's that that weird area that you're at where you're like okay you'll be good right here but you know 50 100 more horsepower you're gonna have to get a transmission that could handle 2000 horsepower
1: yeah (laughs) you got like third and fourth gear issues you've got you know synchros come into play you've got you've got a lot of issues like that axles everything you know to where you're kind of forced if you want to have something uh even more so than that i mean uh, we run like we're running A7 Hoosiers on the car, so that was like crazy grip. So you come off a curb and you grab grip all of a sudden, and boom, fourth gear would be gone. This guy loves curbs. Mm. Bye bye. It would strip all the teeth off oh, the gear. Like, got gotcha, you. know, how, gotcha. all the kind of guys know out there how, you know, in when, in a grip situation like that, you've got to have a, you know, a, a strong gearbox to be able to handle that.
0: Now what? uh? W- what shifter do you have on it?
1: It's a uh, it's a Geartronic's load cell. So it's actually the shifter itself is a is a Quaife shifter. But in order to upgrade, uh, just um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of problems that are involved in that when you upgrade a shifter and you're using a load cell, and we're trying to run we're trying to run uh, K Pro with a car. So, you have to have Geartronics, so the transmission has its own ECU that provides a shift cut for you. So basically it's, it's wired into K-Pro. Gotcha. Unless, you, unless you spend a crap ton of money and go with MoTeC or something like that, the, the issues you're going to have with a proper shift cut are going to be, you know, it's going to be almost impossible to do it. So, in order for us to do that, I had to go with a Geartronics load cell, with it, with its own ECU, coupled with K Pro, to make the to make the shift cut work.
0: And were, was it you that just figured all of this out? The the components, or oh
1: no, oh, no, oh no, I had a lot of help with that. Yeah, it's Phil's so... that, Phil's not that smart. <laughs> yeah, when it sounds com-
0: technical, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to you know having to uh, set those kind of parameters. Yeah. Then you kind of have to rely on some of the experts. You have to talk to, you have to talk to Honda. You have to talk to Geartronics, You have to talk to everybody to find out what the proper sequence is for that. Because the Geartronic's uh, the Geartronic's ECU is used, capable of a shift cut, and is capable of a throttle blip. Uh, blip. But typically, you can't throttle blip a front wheel drive car. That's kind of exclusive to rear wheel drive cars.
0: What would the, don't care what is that? Close, you know, throttle there. blip.
1: A throttle blip when you pull back on the shifter on the downshift, and it actually does a match shift for you, to where it'll engage. It'll engage it automatically by just pulling back on the strain gauge. It'll provide that shift cut that'll that'll allow you to downshift as well as upshift. Yeah, so it's very it's very tricky. It's very 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 technical. You know, a '92 Civic shouldn't shouldn't probably have that much technology <laughs> in it, but it sure does. Yeah. Yeah. We've kind of gone that extra mile and there's been some regrets and a lot of figuring out to make to make all these systems kind of work together, you know.
0: It seems like it's uh it's been worth it though, man. You see this car everywhere. Yeah, yeah,
1: dude. It's 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 so rad. I mean, you see a lot of Hondas now that are lo- like a lot of the the time attack cars that you know, world time attack cars, that are front wheel drive cars now that are running Sequential gearbox with not a problem one. They're yeah. They're able to. They're able to add that kind of torque and have a lot of fun with those cars.
0: So, uh, did you guys ever dabble into drag racing? No,
1: not really. Drag racing is one of those kind of things that um, there's a there's a whole different experience level with that. You know, and there's a whole kind of uh, there's a whole different. We we we're in the complex with uh, low cash. Okay low cash is a drift as a drag yeah. racing guy um so is uh teague i don't know yeah. if you're a aaron Teague engineering aaron yeah he's right here he's right next door to us also yeah so those guys are very very smart on that kind of thing and and low cash is uh he's a Motec guy so these we get a lot of smarts in our complex right here so we are fortunate enough to be able to share a lot of information right here which makes our job a lot easier when we're trying to figure out how to make things work you know we can just walk right across the parking lot and ask them hey man how do, how, how does this stuff uh, how, do, how is this going to happen if we do this you know yeah. and they say oh, you know well you have to do this and, you know no programming involved there's you know pop out the software and make it happen
0: that's the uh, famous vtech alley they,
1: that's the famous BTech Alley. Yeah, those guys are alive and well here.
0: I love it, man. Phil, I yeah. got a question for you. So how have you been able to, uh, since you keep up with the the, the the Joneses, how have you been able to adapt to uh, social media life?
1: Social media? Well, you know, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a challenge for us old guys, you know. Um, I don't... I typically... I'm a hit and run guy, so I only do like Instagram. I used to I used to do Facebook but I thought that there was a little bit too much drama yeah. on Facebook for me. You know, so I found that Instagram for me was like a better a better fit because I'll just post I'll post certain things and I like I like you know what happens on Instagram to where I can follow a lot of people and I don't get caught up in all the drama thing but but uh, you know there's I mean I I post when I post, and I don't. I don't do algorithms. I don't do things like that. I just kind of follow. If I see something in the shop that's cool as shit, I just take a picture of it and I post it to Instagram. And and uh, I like to share information with people. They'll comment on things, and I I try to respond to as many people as I can. Yeah. You know, and uh, share information because I'm not the most knowledgeable guys, but I can pick their brands too. You know. Yeah. Because there's so much knowledge out there on the interwebs that i can i can also learn a lot of cool things from too
0: man i love it that you're still so hungry for knowledge
1: yeah i mean what you know what you don't want to stagnate too damn much because um you know then that's when you kind of quit growing and i think i i think we just had larry chan in here not too long ago and he did a, uh he did a auto on on the garage the
0: hoonigans I mean,
1: the Hunigans, yeah. So Larry Chen popped in here like a couple months ago, you know, and and uh, and he said the same thing. Like, how do you how do you
0: you know how do you do that? And I go, well,
1: things are getting faster all the time. If you're not growing, then you're getting slower, you know. Yeah. And that's the bottom line, you know. So and not that I'm hungry to be fast, fast on track, but I'm kind of I kind of love the challenge of. Learning new things and making the car faster, and kind of you have to keep it in in a you know because I do have a budget. I'm a I'm a retired guy. I also have other interests, you know. So so you can't just like sink all your money into you know into one one project. We kind of have other things going on too.
0: Yeah. So uh, with this EG that you said that uh, is kind of going to take the place of of the uh, the other EG what are some yeah. of the things that you guys are going to do to it uh
1: the it kind of gonna it's kind of going to go back a couple of uh, a couple of uh of uh uh earlier earlier models of the eg where at first we were uh stock sort of sort of a stock k24 k24 2 we did uh you know we, we kept it like pretty much all Honda, we did RBC intake, we did RDX injectors, I went with the high-tech because we tracked the car, I went with the high-tech back with oil pan, I did the S2000 oil pump upgrade on it, I run an R-Crew, R-crew Dan Fan over there at uh, R-Crew has been really kind to us, uh, I've got an R-Crew header for it, he designed the brake system on the on my current, my, the Gran Turismo EG also, Very cool. So we just kind of, you know, pick and choose where it'll we'll probably end up being another Pandem EGT because, as you know, you're kind of limited when you go to a K series car. You kind of look, you're looking for grip, and you're kind of limited on the small fenders or the what you have yeah, to yeah, work yeah. with a narrow body car. So the Pandem, the Pandem kit, kind of makes it uh, a lot more desirable because then I can go back to a 17, we're running 17, mm. nine and a half wheels up to a 10 inch wide and put a lot more meat down to 245 as opposed to running like a 205 or a 225 tire Definitely, you know it gives you a lot more options with grip also uh, so we're probably going to go down that same road make the chassis stiff cage it uh but a more simple term, probably like do maybe a four point in it something that's a little more simple that's a little more affordable cheaper for us to throw in the trailer take to the track double dip it you know yes. run the shit out of it for two day, two days double dipping it and uh just have a ton of fun
0: i love it man fun that's Hopefully what it's
1: all about that's exactly what it's about yeah <gasps>
0: so and they get
1: involved in the vtech club and we do a, a couple of events out in new mexico too where we go to a worse they go out there from time to time which is like like a hometown track you know that we used to go to and just fun stuff man you know yeah no agenda no agenda just random events
0: i love it man so you guys are going to uh start coming out with uh some apparel and accessories for the the garage
1: we are we are we've we've actually been doing that all along we just haven't been organized enough to maybe do like uh you know like uh like an outlet to where we can actually get it to some people yeah not that not that we're we we just kind of want to share with people. Yeah, know, definitely. Say, you know, here here's what Garage RCR is all about. Take it or leave it, man. We'll you know we'll be happy to we'll be happy to send you some support.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that would uh, want to support and be part of the journey, man. It's uh it's exciting, you know, what you guys have going on.
1: We hope so because we're uh, we're uh, very connected, like you know. I like, I like to follow a lot of you guys that are, that are, you know, that are out there on the net and uh, kind of comment on things and like, a, I like a lot of things and i you know, there's so many, there's so many cool, cool things going on out there that make it easy for me through Instagram yeah. to be able to follow and see their journey as well, you know. Yeah. So we have a lot of interests out there. We just kind of keep plugging away at it
0: awesome man phil I, I love it bro you know i was uh i've been looking forward to this conversation and uh man i, I appreciate your outlook on life man it's definitely refreshing
1: me too, me too frank it's been it's been awesome man thanks a lot for uh taking the time to to have us on have us on the podcast man We really appreciate yeah, it yeah
0: of course man definitely so before we get out of here where can people follow along with the journey
1: uh, well, the best place to go is my Instagram, and unfortunately, I haven't been that active on it right now. But it's Philip, Philip R Robles. Got you. Uh, Philip R Robles, and you can find it's like a little kanji. It's a, a Robles in in uh, in Spanish is oak. Uh-huh. So it's a it's a loose interpretation of a kanji oak white. Uh, that's my that's my uh, you, you'll see that on my Instagram, and the other one is Jesse C Robles um so you can follow him you know follow him on instagram and he's like you know we'll, we'll just kind of post random stuff from time to time and we appreciate you taking a look from time to time and uh sending some likes out yeah and, uh, we'll say in the opposite direction man.
0: heck yeah man make sure you guys go show him some love um awesome dynamic you guys have there you know it's just it's the dream that any uh any any car enthusiast would love to have man just to be working with the pops and the son and just you know that that family vibe it's awesome absolutely man congratulations man i wish you guys nothing but success
1: thanks a lot
2: Likewise, thank you
0: man of course so uh thank you guys for your time everybody please please go check them out do you guys have an instagram for the shop
1: we do, but we just a startup. It's a garage RCR. Yeah. But it's it's we we'll, we'll, we promise we'll get more active on that as well.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Make sure you guys follow it's, them.
1: and you can go to, you know what we just said. We're so bad with that. We need to get on it. I know. Now is but,
0: is the shop uh, is the shop just for personal use or do you guys do work on uh, customers' cars as well?
2: Well, um, it uh, it kind of started off as like as is yes yeah, just. Just our personal stuff, but then with COVID, um, uh, you know, fortunately my dad, like, he was able to retire and all that. But uh, with me, I, I'm a bartender, so uh, I do take customer cars, like you know. Yeah. Um.
1: Uh, um. So yeah. So you know, there. Yep. I love. Yeah. Yep.
0: Very cool, man. If you,
1: he's, I, a, he's a smart dude, good, damn good mechanic, man. He gets he gets stuff done. He's got that young mind to where he can. He can uh,
0: put a lot of cool shit together. I love it, man. Man, this is so awesome to talk to you guys. Guys, please, please go check them out. And if you're ever in Phoenix, uh, go swing by the uh, VTech alley and go say hi to everybody.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: Lots of shops to come check. Them out. Awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate Thanks, it. Frank. Thank you for yeah, of course. Your, your time. Of course, man. I'm always here, man. And uh, I want to give a big thank you to uh, our sponsors, Heel Toe Automotive, been around since 2002, supplying you guys with your Honda parts. Make sure you guys check them out at heeltoeauto.com. RyeWire Motorsports Electronics. um, Beast, man. if you guys Great ever shit. uh need any wiring uh, done
1: everybody
0: has rywire man make sure you guys check them out at rywire.com and if you need a clutch hit up action clutch at actionclutch.com clutch is made i'm
2: running an action clutch disc
0: dude there we go <laughs> whoa there
2: you go
1: and then
0: whoa, it was Jack. all purchased Jack. at heel toe <laughs>
1: heel toe check yep. heel man heel-toe.
0: i love it guys
1: got rye wire harness <laughs> Good, good
0: stuff. Love it, man. Yeah. Hey, until we could see you guys in person again. I, I want to try to make it out to Phoenix. RC goes every yeah, other weekend, so too. I might just uh, sneak out with him one of these days and we could uh, hang out at the shop.
1: Repair, friend. We'll, do. At.
0: we'll do, man. Thank you, guys. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys check out the um, check out the shop. Um, have all the Instagrams and everything listed below. You guys got to check out this EG if you guys never seen it. It's awesome, man. But uh, thank you guys for listening. It's Downtime with Downstart, episode 202. And we're out. Peace.